Welcome to the Connecticut Criminal Law Podcast, brought to you by Ruane Attorneys. The answers you need, the privacy you deserve. Each season tackles a different area of criminal law. Now, to your host, Jay Ruane. Hey there, it's Jay Ruane. Once again, attorney Rob Fontaine will be talking about the diversionary programs in Connecticut. Take it away, Rob. Hi, I'm attorney Robert Fontaine, and this season of the Connecticut Criminal Law Podcast, we are looking at the various diversionary programs in Connecticut and how they can help you resolve your case without the cost and risk of a trial. You should always remember that diversionary programs are not guaranteed in Connecticut, and depending on the facts of your case, they may or may not even be the right way to resolve that case. In this specific episode, we will be discussing something called the Pretrial Supervised Diversionary Program for Persons with Psychiatric Disabilities. This is commonly referred to as SDP. You may also hear this program referred to as PsychAR, but this term is both outdated and somewhat offensive. This program is generally for defendants who have psychiatric conditions and have been charged with crimes or violations that could result in incarceration. Not necessarily crimes that are likely to result in incarceration, but crimes that could result in incarceration. Psychiatric disabilities, for the purposes of this program, are defined as mental or emotional conditions other than solely substance abuse, that have a substantial adverse effect on the ability of the defendant to function and they require care or treatment to manage. Applicants for this program must have a mental health condition that can be improved by treatment and they must be amenable to that treatment. Applicants who are veterans must also have not been dishonorably discharged. The purpose of the program is to provide a tailored treatment plan for defendants who need mental health treatment as well as an opportunity to avoid a criminal conviction. The requirements to determine if the defendant is eligible to participate in SDP are as follows. Those eligible for this program include any person with a psychiatric disability or any veteran who is charged with a crime or motor vehicle violation that is not of a serious nature but could result in a sentence of imprisonment. Any person who might otherwise be eligible to participate in Accelerated Rehabilitation Program or the Pretrial Family Violence Education Program if the court finds participation in SDP is more appropriate in that case. Any person who has not already participated in a supervised diversionary program twice before. If the court finds the defendant to be eligible and grants the defendant's application to apply for the program, the Court Support Services Division will determine the proper level of treatment and services to provide to the defendant. CSSD will supervise the defendant's treatment in progress, and if the defendant follows all of the conditions required by the court and completes the program successfully, charges against the defendant will be dismissed. To apply for SDP, a defendant must submit their application with the court. The defendant then states under oath that they have not previously participated in the program more than once. Just like with AR, the defendant must agree to a tolling of the statute of limitations. This allows the state more time to prosecute the program if the defendant is not successful in completing it. In addition, the defendant must waive the right to a speedy trial. After the application is made, the court will seal the file. 
If there are any victims of the crime the defendant is charged with, court personnel shall have a notice sent to any victims. All victims will then have an opportunity to share their opinion and be heard by the court on whether the program should be granted. The defendant will be referred to the Court Support Services Division to confirm eligibility and assess the defendant's mental health condition. A copy of the police record will be provided to CSSD by the prosecutor, and the defendant will be required to participate in an evaluation with the Department of Mental Health and Addiction Services to determine whether they suffer from a mental health disorder for which treatment is recommended. Thereafter, they will recommend treatment which may include inpatient treatment, outpatient treatment, and or medication. If CSSD is able to determine that appropriate services are available, then a treatment plan will be tailored to the defendant and presented to the court. If the court grants the defendant's SDP application, the defendant will then be referred back to CSSD in order to monitor the compliance with the recommended treatment. CSSD may coordinate with the Department of Mental Health and Addiction Services, the Department of Veterans Affairs, or the United States Department of Veterans Affairs to place the defendant in a program with appropriate supervision, treatment, and services. CSSD will notify the victims of any conditions that directly affect the victim as well as any scheduled court appearances. Depending on the facts and circumstances of the case, the judge may order the defendant in the program for a period of up to three years. The defendant must agree to any conditions established by CSSD concerning participation in the program, including program meetings and or sessions. If the defendant is ineligible or fails to successfully complete the program, the court will terminate the program as being unsuccessful, unseal the file, enter a plea of not guilty, and the case will be referred for further prosecution. The defendant may apply for a dismissal of the charges, which shall be granted by the court after verification of successful completion of the program. If the defendant does not apply for dismissal, the court may make its own motion and dismiss the charges upon receipt of program completion. Upon approval and dismissal, all records of the charges shall be erased. CSSD will retain the defendant's information for five years, and this information will include their name, date of birth, social security number, violations charged, dates of program participation, and any weapons, dangerous instruments, or other things involved in charged violations. All information will be available to state and local police officers. All police reports and records of supervision will be retained by the CSSD and available to both the prosecution and defense counsel if the court is considering granting the application for a second time. I hope this helped you have a better understanding of the supervised diversionary program and how it might help you with your case. Of course, nothing can replace talking with a lawyer, so you can call or text me at 203 203- 925-9200. I'm attorney Robert Fontaine. Thank you for listening. Thanks for listening to the Connecticut Criminal Law Podcast. For more information or to get a free consultation for your criminal law questions, visit us at RuaneAttorneys.com or call or text 203-925-9200.